Welcome to the Everglow. So while writing the script for my latest podcast, uh, something happened and I thought I would do kind of an impromptu podcast today. Uh, So last night I was watching the basketball game. So for those of you that follow basketball, specifically the NBA, right now we're in the final season. Uh, Finals meaning it's the last two teams in the league and they're competing against one another in a seven game series to see who wins the championship. Um, the two teams in question are Toronto, the Toronto Raptors against the Golden State Warriors. Funny to watch because I used to live in Toronto and now I live in California. So I guess I'm supposed to be torn, but I'm not really. I'm really going for the Golden State Warriors. Um, but this isn't about sports. This is about something that actually happened last night in the game. This is game five. So what happened about a month ago is the star player for the Golden State Warriors, and there are quite a few stars on that team, but this guy is like a league star. His name is Kevin Durant. He injured himself about a month ago, and since he injured himself, he couldn't play. Now, you know how politics are and how sports are. Everything's about money. And so when he got injured a month ago, the dialogue was that he had something called a sprained calf muscle. And I personally never believed it because, especially given the magnitude of these games and how important they are and how critical he is to the team. People are playing hurt, and certainly you'd think somebody would play with a sprained calf. Um, I never believed it because the guy was gone for a whole month. He wasn't even coming back to play a few minutes, which led me to believe he was obviously far more hurt than they were leading on that he was hurt. And when I heard rumors, and I saw the video of him kind of grabbing his leg, it seemed like he was grabbing his leg below the calf, so... I kind of sensed that maybe he tore an Achilles or maybe even tore a calf muscle lower down, something like that. Anyway, so Golden State, the Golden State Warriors, who were the favorites to beat Toronto and win the series, well, they actually started losing. And it got so bad, they were down 3-1 to in a seven-game series and facing elimination last night. And I can only go by the news reports and what I read online and I see on TV from even teammates and coaches and such. But this poor Kevin Durant guy was getting, it seems like he was getting a lot of pressure, pressure from the media, pressure from fans that, hey, if you're not that hurt, we really need you come back and play. And the poor guy was kind of damned if he did and damned if he didn't, because if he didn't come back and they were just relying on this strained calf story, people would always attribute him to being kind of a sissy because, well, you should play hurt and do it for the team, take one for the team because your team's about to get eliminated and you're their top guy. Um, But if he does play, then he risks further injury and who knows what kind of injury that could be. So everybody's praying for this guy to come back and facing elimination last night, he miraculously came back and he was supposed to just play a few minutes in short bursts, and they ended up playing him normally. And this guy's so skilled that when he started playing again, he was shooting everything, and he was getting it in. And he got three three three-pointers in a row, which were very difficult, and he looked like the regular Kevin Durant. But for me, watching this guy play, I was just on pins and needles because I had a feeling that this guy was not ready. And a lot of people thought that. A guy named Jalen Rose, who's a commentator, saw him start to play practice like a day or two before and he said there's no way this guy can play this year 
And people jumped on that guy's back saying, you don't know what you're talking about, so on and so forth. Well, lo and behold, in the second quarter, Kevin Durant was making a normal basketball play and without any contact from anybody else, you could literally see in slow motion something snap in his muscles and his leg and his whole calf kind of vibrated. And of course, he went down. Now, they're saying that he has a torn Achilles heel, which from what I'm reading about and what I'm hearing about can basically be the death knell for a basketball player because unlike some people that can break a leg, even in basketball and come back, the Achilles is so critical that it can potentially mess up your game for the rest of your life. And that really sucks for poor Kevin Durant because he's a top player. He's in his prime. I think he's just 30 or 31 or something like that. He's breaking all sorts of records or at least on the path to do so. And who knows, maybe he got pressured to come back and look what happened. Now he's facing probably a year plus of rehabilitation and the big fat question mark of will he ever be the same player um, that he was? So yes, this podcast is about being an empath and spirituality. So you're probably wondering why the hell did I just spend the last five minutes talking about basketball? Well, here it is. Kevin Durant is a special guy, in my opinion. I actually think he is an empath as well. And if he's not, he's definitely a highly sensitive person. And the reason I wanted to talk to you about his injury today is because I think too often in life as empaths, we end up doing things that we don't really want to do, but we feel pressured that we should do because we need to please someone else or we need to prove ourselves to somebody else or we want to make somebody else happy. In Kevin Durant's situation, there are all these team doctors, coaches, staff, rumors say even some teammates, you name it, people pressuring this guy to show the heart of a warrior, to show up to the game because your team's facing elimination. And if you can stand, then you should be able to play a little bit of basketball, even in a limited role. Now, the big problem with that is you have to be 100% when you're playing such a game at this level. So if Kevin Durant came back because he was pressured or guilt-tripped in to do so, which is very possible, then he may have just injured his career permanently for the sake of appeasing somebody else. And what was the point of that? At the end of the day, all he ends up doing is hurting himself. Because is it better to let people categorize you as something? That you're not or is it better to have your health and let everybody go f themselves so long as you're healthy and you can play and enjoy your career in the fullest extent on your physical being now when i look at kevin durant the reason he is i think someone a bit special is because for example he won the mvp award on more than one occasion but the first time he won it he was just crying at the podium and he gave it to his mom and he said, mom, you're the real MVP for having raised me as a single mom and for everything you did for me. And you could see him crying. And if you're an empath, to be honest, I kind of cried too. And I kind of do whenever I watch that speech because you could really feel what a sweet, gentle guy this person is. Also, the other funny thing with this guy is even though he's one of the top guys in the league, 
and a superstar, big celebrity. He actually hates talking to the media. He thinks that the negativity from them and the criticism really weighs down on him. And this may sound funny, but he actually opened fake Twitter accounts so that he could respond to people that were saying negative things about him and to him online, because that's how much he lets things affect him. And most things do affect a lot of us, and we deal with it in different ways. Um, but I always thought that interesting about him because he was just a real guy. Despite the tens or hundreds of millions of dollars this guy makes, he's still a regular human being with feelings, and he came from a difficult background. And just because he has money doesn't change the fact that he's still a, a sincere and sweet guy. But this whole injury last night and the fallout from it all over the news kind of impacted me a lot today. And I don't have a relationship with Kevin Durant, although he seems like a cool guy. But I think I was having flashbacks to my own life because I thought of all the things that I did that were probably against my best interest. But I did them anyway because I felt like I was forced to, as though I was being guided and kidnapped by somebody else's hands just because I had to people please, just because I had to make somebody else happy, just because I had to keep up a certain reputation, or just because I felt some sort of obligation. And that's why I wanted to kind of put this impromptu podcast together, because I feel like too often in life, especially for us sensitive or empathic people, that we're often doing things that we don't really want to do. We don't want to say no but we kind of get guilt-tripped into doing things, no matter what. And we try to please people that really don't matter in the grand scheme of things, because those people that are bullying us or pressuring us into doing things, if they weren't pressuring us to do it, they'd be moving on and pressuring somebody else. And when you do give them what they want, nine times out of 10, you do so at your own peril. And these people end up getting what they want, kind of. And what they really want is for you to do what they want you to do or what they want you to do for them. And when they get it, they don't really care. It's not like they now respect you more. Kevin Durant's still a great example because when people said, oh, you went to Golden State to play because it's easier to win a championship, they vilified him as him not being a great player. But even when he put up all the points and whatever you need to do to prove yourself in that team, people still said, oh, well, you suck because you're taking the easy way. And then when he says he may want to change teams or people think he may want to change teams, they vilify him for not being loyal to this team that he moved to. So you can kind of see, you can never really satisfy everybody. So you should never try to satisfy anyone at all except for one person, and that person is you. And anybody that's not satisfied by you being you can really go F themselves. A good example, since I'm talking about basketball, is another player who coincidentally, is on the opposing team in these finals. His name is Kawhi Leonard, who plays for the Toronto Raptors. Kawhi Leonard was in a similar predicament last year, I believe. He played for a team called the San Antonio Spurs, which I'm sure many of you have heard of. And he also was injured, albeit not in the playoffs. And nobody really knew the full extent of his injury, but it was some sort of leg injury. And as the year dragged on and the team really needed him because he was also a very good player, he kept saying no, he didn't want to come back. And apparently the players started getting a little bit upset about why he wasn't coming back to play with them. The doctors on the team were saying that he's cleared to play and he was just getting all sorts of pressure to come back and play. 
just like Kevin Durant was in the last few weeks. And guess what Kawhi Leonard did? He said nothing, he kept his mouth shut, and he basically had his people tell everybody else to go F themselves. Because it's his body, and he knows his body better than anybody, and he never felt ready. Now, a lot of people thought he was just a holdout for the contract to make more money. I don't really think that's true in his case, because I'm not sure if he is making more money. But he said, if you don't like it, if you don't like the fact that I'm not going to play hurt and injure myself more, then get rid of me, trade me. And sure enough, they traded him to Toronto. And because of him specifically, Toronto has now gone all the way to the finals um, in their first year with him. But you can see the difference, right? Kawhi Leonard's this guy that never cracks a smile, never says a word. Even when he scores this game-winning uh, basketball shot, he doesn't even celebrate. He's just a very stoic guy. But it's a great thing to be in some cases because he never let the energy of other people dictate to him what he should do or how he should do it. He knew his body wasn't ready, and no matter what doctors were telling him, only he held the answer to that. And he didn't play. And he didn't want to risk further injury, and now he plays at a top level. But then you take Kevin Durant, who apparently team doctors were clearing him, which I think is BS, because even as a non-doctor myself, I knew something was not right with this guy. And you have these doctors telling him he can play. Maybe they're telling him he can play, according to them. And he can't. And now he, instead of having a mild calf sprain, which is what they categorized it as originally before, now he has... Probably a torn Achilles heel, which, as I mentioned earlier, can really end your career as a basketball player, or at least make you never be the same. But we'll see what happens with them. But I really thought this was a great story because how many of us are always doing stuff for other people just to make them happier, just because we feel pressured? I want you to all take this as an example of what can happen to you because people can lose their lives just trying to people please. Really, I'm, you may think I'm sounding you know, facetious saying so, but you really can. You get peer pressured into something that you don't want to do. Of course you can die. You had too many drinks, but people are saying, oh, you can drive, just drive us somewhere. And you get into a bad car accident and kill someone or kill yourself. I mean, there's no end to being pressured from people, especially as an empath. You're this sponge and you're this piece of soft Play-Doh that people always want to mold. People always want to gravitate towards to get you to do something. And until you start standing up for yourself, you're going to be very unhappy. And it's just going to be a difficult life for you. And there's no, there's no time to start doing things like now. Don't wait until next week. Tomorrow when you wake up, even today after listening to this, start being more selfish with yourself and asking, do I want to do this? Is this good for me? Do I feel right about this? Listen to your gut. Will this benefit my team? Am I on a team? It's going to be good for them. Who cares about the team when you are at stake? My mom said this once to me and it always stuck with me. Don't feel sorry for anybody when you're the one that's at stake. Because people will go on living their lives happy. Meanwhile, you are left to suffer. And for those of you that say, oh, this guy's worth hundreds of millions, hundreds of, millions of dollars. So what? Having a lot of money doesn't stop you from being a human being and it shouldn't stop any of us from assuming just because somebody's rich that their feelings or their health matter any less than the next guy. So that's all I wanted to say about that. I want you to practice saying no more. I want you to start practicing looking at the decisions you make and asking yourself, are they really beneficial to you in the short run or long run?
before you ever agree to do anything. And you know what? Even if you do agree to something to, to somebody and you change your mind, go ahead and change your mind. For example, I try to always be a guy of my word and sometimes I agree to do something and then later decide I don't want to do it. And you know what? I end up still doing it because I try to be a man of my word. But even these days, I'm trying to stand up more for myself and say, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't want to do it anymore for X, Y, Z reasons. And I think you should do the same thing because if you don't stand up for yourself, nobody else will. Thank you for listening to our latest episode of Everglow. Check us out online at neilbartia.com, N-E-I-L-B-H-A-R-T-I-A.com for more blog articles and latest episodes. Leave any comments and likes below and we're happy to answer. Thank you for listening and see you next time.